Geek Shock. Geek Shock. I like drinking sour cream, drinking it all day. Cause I know that sour cream, it's the only way. Found out about vanity? George Gaines. Oh yeah, that's what I was starting to say earlier, is that uh, right uh, after we got home from uh, Crown and Anchor, I saw that George Gaines died. George Gaines. Commandant Lassard. From the, the Police Academy from movies. movies. Oh, from Punky Brewster. And Punky exactly. Brewster. Oh. Punky Brewster's dad. Oh, wow. Oh, Punky. <clears throat> Punky, I wow. love you so much. You guys you went through my life nice. with did. excitement. Yeah. They did. Oh. They do cool stuff now that we're not there. How old was he, 92? That's 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 called winning. 98, I think. That's, that's 98, win. man. He got it good. Wow. Because mm. he was old in the movies. Yeah. The three yeah. of them, right? Just the three of them? I don't know. Just three, three, three what? Well, R.I.P. Homeboy. Dun, 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 Somebody dun, dun, dun. did it right. The three cool guys. I'll bet he ate a lot of Swedish fish. Hey yo, that's how that's how you survive. That's why the Swedes look so good. Swedish fish. Is that ah. why they look so good? Yes. <clears throat> the only right. reason. It's not just and our racist judgment about blonde white people. No. Oh, okay. No. All Swedish right. fish. Okay. <laughs> and foot in the butter. <laughs> foot in the butt. <laughs> yeah, at least they don't do the fisting; they do the footing. <laughs> at least a foot. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Andy, please. We've Welcome already to got my one Swedish person here shop. bragging too much. <laughs> he missed the show last week because of his dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. Yeah, so that's right. He had a hot date with his sister, <laughs> and he's got a spring in his step. You I made, don't know if anyone's noticed. You made Bud Miller cry. What's her name? Ludmilla. Ludmilla? Ludmilla? Wow. <laughs> Damn. Ludmilla Taylor. It wow. is Taylor, right? She didn't get oh, married yeah. or anything? Yeah, no. Nobody marry her. Kept her maiden name? Nobody yeah. will marry her. No. That's good. <laughs> What's her middle name? Or is Milla her middle name? Uh, no, Ludmilla is the first name. Okay. And uh, Melba. My middle name should be Take Melba. Dick out of me, Andy. <laughs> as much as I say it, I should just. My middle name should be Take Your Dick Out of Me. After the podcast, actually, she's, she's been. She's been. Time. Oh my God. She's been stress eating like a Mattingly. You. <laughs> you oh. Up in the morning. I try to get some sleep, and I'm. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I just realized Andy's had all week to write a whole bunch of one-liners <laughs> about Blood Miller. And yet I didn't. I just named I just named her Blood Miller. That's the only thing I did. Welcome, folks. This is Geek Shock number 324. I am Master Torgo. My hot. The 80s joke. Commander K. Fact checked Andy. <laughs> Maple Leaf Matt. And we're here to talk week and geek. Oh, you missed a hell of an episode, Andy. I did not. There was more of me in that episode than it's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel the same way when I go out of town. It's like they, I get talked about more when I'm out of town than when I'm actually no, here. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Milky Way Matt. <laughs> wow, the burns are flying. You know, you know, we made the joke last week about him not having time to uh, do a mic check because oh he was eating a milking way. A he was milking, milking way? Milking way. Milking way. <laughs> wow. Same thing happened again way. this week. Has Matt met Ludmilla? <laughs> a milking way? Have a little milking way? He was having another milky way. He does way enjoy the milking way. <laughs> I have to have it done at least twice a week. <laughs> Why is my, that? My teeth get sour. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh no. 
with like they got little caps on them, like on milk. <laughs> like yeah. a milking machine? No, like a milk jug. And oh, okay. It says expiration date. I had to get it out before the expiration date. Now, is it sell by or is it uh, after it's opening? It's suck by. One percent, two percent, organic. What? Oh, it's Orgasmic. butterfat. Orgasmic. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. You... It's butterfat. Oh. <laughs> Orgasmic butterfat. <laughs> My tits milk goes with my face. So it's basically butterfat tits and butterface. <laughs> Nipples like skippy lids. Mm-hmm. So it's basically the opening twenty minutes of Mad Max here, where you get all the mothers yeah, being I milked. I was George I was going Miller's original. inspiration. <laughs> Sorry, Fury Road. Fury Road. Go see what's got dad all That's up. what my nickname was for my pussy hole. <laughs> get on the Fury Road. <laughs> I understand it's a very feminist uh, story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you like bed sores. <laughs> so it's a dirt road? It, part, part of it is, there, I have a very thin taint, which is technically gone. My, my taint's worn out. There's no separation between ass and puss. <laughs> That's not healthy. <laughs> so uh, so you have like one great slit. So so basically, you've got a passy. Yeah, <laughs> passy. I'm like birds. I'm like birds. <laughs> All right, so gentlemen. So, uh, what's uh, yeah. what you do this week? What did we? What, what did you do? What did well, we do? Everybody but Paul saw Deadpool. Oh, so Deadpool. We're going to Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, are we doing Deadpool we're now? Doing, we're we're going to talk Deadpool later. Uh, let's talk it. Though. All right. Let's talk Deadpool now? Yeah, why not? Spoilers. I, uh, I don't know if there's really something to spoil. Not really. Yeah. No, it's, it's it not really like there, there's not. It's not a movie of twists. Okay. No, just, it's I mean, right give a heads up to the listeners. If sure. The, the, fun, the fun, a lot of the fun part were a lot of the, the inside jokes and... Uh, it's funny because the only reason people who don't understand them may be bothered is because everyone in the audience laughing and shit. Oh, they felt left out? Maybe, maybe. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not speaking for anybody. I'm just saying the potential there. Because, I mean, Jesus, the Green Lantern riffs. Yes. Oh, yeah. The old Deadpool uh, movie riffs. Yes. You know, the, the guy threatening to sew his mouth shut and the shit oh, yeah, like it's- that. It's loaded with Easter eggs oh, for sure. Jesus. Don't make my super suit green mm-hmm. or, or animated. animated. Oh, yeah, no. Jesus God. <laughs> Jesus. I like that. There's only two of you in here. It's almost like the studio couldn't. Yeah, couldn't afford. <laughs> <more>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's only just yeah. two of you in this huge. I'm house. going to take you to speak to Professor McAvoy or Stewart. I get the timelines mixed yeah. up. <laughs> God Almighty. I like Colossus in that movie. He was good. He was. He was good. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Who played so, him? Uh, animated. It was it was CGI. <laughs> it was, yeah, but, but the voice. Uh, I don't recognize the guy's name, so I because I, I did look for it in the credits because I thought maybe well, it was somebody. At least it's man who tried Russian accent. It actually is a Russian. I am I am I am beat it. It's it's a guy who's been in a few things, but he's mostly been in uh, things overseas. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, good, good, good. You know, I got some numbers here. Uh, of course, I grabbed these yesterday. They might have changed since. Yeah, because um, like all the showings I tried to go to last night were sold out. Sure. Uh, so, so it was crazy. Estimated 135 million opening weekend. Monday night. 
Oh, yeah, a Monday, oh, Monday night. night. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. even worse. Today is Tuesday. I mean, Tuesday. good for the you film. What that means? Bad for the moviegoer. So that's 135 million just North American. All right, in three days, uh, expecting with yesterday, 160 million. Uh, closest competitor, Kung Fu Panda Three, a distant second with 20 million. Uh, initial estimates: the movie would make seventy-five million in its first weekend. That was its initial estimate, and yeah. that was expecting to be more a than huge doubled. success. Key yeah. rice. Uh, let's see. Awesome. And I mean, you know, Deadpool—he's not known by most people outside of comic book circles. Sure. Right. Fucking amazing marketing campaign. Well, he's one of the best goddamn marketing campaigns uh, they've done for movies in a while. The last two years. He's been huge with kids. Yeah. Kids love Deadpool. Uh, this is anything but a kids movie. <laughs> I know. Right, but, right. But still. Which means, well, they... Kids love Deadpool. Well, well they, they bring they, his character down a bit with the... the yeah, they, they, like they put the him in a couple of, like, the animated Spider-Man episodes, and they made him wisecracking, but not to the violent extent that he is in the comics, so... Uh, yeah, I was reading a, a review, uh, a non-spoiler review that uh, was talking about it and said, look, parents, we understand your kids may be screaming to see Deadpool because they've seen a very toned down version in a cartoon uh, or, you know, uh, a youth oriented comic series where he made a guest appearance. But this is not that Deadpool. Mm -hmm. I said this is the hardcore swearing Uber violent Deadpool that you would know if you had read the original comics. So please don't take your kids to see it. Yeah, Having said that, there was a kids all over the place. There were uh, a couple that had a kid that could have been no more than eight years old in the theater with us tonight uh, when I went and saw it. And uh, fortunately, at some point, the dad removed the kid. He was getting a little antsy, but at the same time, it happened right before one of the more violent areas of the film. So. Mm. Goodness, thank goodness for that, but you know, oh, yeah, they, they, whatever. When yeah. I saw Candyman in the theater, there was like an eight-year-old that some parents brought in with them. So wrong. <laughs> it's well, it's so, funny too. It's, yeah, the kid was crying I by think halfway through. The the quality <laughs> of the violence is some of the intensity because when you think about it, a lot of the violence that you saw was not really beyond that much of a like a slasher flick, right? Sure, but like yeah, that, that first thirty <clears throat> minutes is like you're like, whoa! Oh Jesus, yeah, it was it was really funny. That was uh, that was my comment on Twitter. It's like <laughs> fucking cock slobbering, cunting Christ. If you thought <laughs> the R rating was for language, are you in for a surprise? Mm. Oh yeah. Because oh, it yeah. was something. It was something. All I can say is it's going to be a very interesting International Women's Day this year. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, though, the opening credit sequence, best opening credits I've seen yeah. in oh, a long time. That was a time. lot of fun. That was, that was great. Some very hot chick. This guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some CG character. Moody teen. <laughs> yeah. So here's some of the records it broke. Largest February opening weekend, previously yeah. held by Fifty Shades of Grey. Mad 85. Wow. Thank God we broke that. Hey, man. Largest four day President's Day weekend, also 50 Shades. Uh, largest R rated opening weekend. That one belonged to Matrix Reloaded at 91. Ooh, wait million. a minute. Wait a minute. Does that mean 50 Shades is not R rated? It means you need to come to my version of 50 Shades if you want to see the truly biggest opening. Hey, oh. Wow. What is a, a plug. Is Mill in the show? Oh, no, no plug will work. The opening is too big. <laughs> so. Oh. So no CG Merkins Plugs in your uh, fall right out in your uh, your uh, version, right? Well, no. <laughs> this is the balls out version, this guys. This is the balls out version. 
<laughs> we we were we were kicking it tonight. We had a good crowd. It's the passy version of doing really good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Come see us. Come see us. So what else? It's the largest R-rated comic book adaptation that was held by 300. That's 71 million back then. Mm-hmm. And the largest winter opening weekend. And that was American Sniper's 89.2 million. It's also the largest opening ever for 20th Century Fox. Wow. Beating what? The, beating the previous mark of 108 million held by Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. This is the biggest opening Fox studio has ever had. Well, that's changing the game completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to wow. see it. Wow. Yep. Wow. We, that's, I had no idea. But yeah, you guys are right. The marketing push on this was amazing. I mean, they had billboards with the little poo emoticon. It was like a little skull emoticon, little poo emoticon, and then an L on the end. So it was Deadpool, but without, you know, it being spelled out uh, it on billboards around LA. Um, they had the Red Band trailers, which fortunately didn't give away the hardest parts of the movie, but still made you go, oh my God, I want to see this. That's yeah. not what it was. Yeah. yeah. It, it tells you right there. But there what was it also is. the specialized marketing, the, the, yeah. like the Austral- uh, Australian, Australian day. Australia yeah. day uh, <laughs> thing. Yes. And the, or actually going out trick or treating with kids in Halloween. Yeah. 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 I mean, all of that Terrific. little, little viral stuff, the, the fucking Valentine's Day romance. Uh, poster that they did of Ryan Reynolds and Marina Bunker mm-hmm. and for Christ's sake and not to mention that that standee the chair sitting standee yes. Oh, yes. which which led to some virals I mean it just mm-hmm. it was a really fucking smart marketing campaign they just everything clicked on this it was I was just blown away by it I really and it was. was a really smartly made movie I mean they had all the other origin to get through and they yeah. had all that serious an origin through. movie but it was but, Paul but, but way down there's origin movie and there's origin yes. movie well what no, they no, yeah, what they yeah. did Paul was uh it's all interspaced among the whole thing yeah. they, you don't get bogged down like by Arrow. the origin you're going back and forth between him being yeah, they, the origin isn't the story they didn't right. have something to get out of the way so they can do the story they wanted to tell yeah it's uh, fun it's fun set up flashbacks like the flashback would Great. happen and he would wisecrack into the flashback and then out of it. That's absolutely, so, yeah. totally acceptable. Oh God! Yeah. And some of the fourth some wall of the, breaking too. The the, mm. the 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 stunting that they would do, where like he's flying through the air, and it's like that shit. It's a lot like what yeah. they did with Spider-Man, where it's just taken right from the comics page. It's exactly like Deadpool would look flying into a, a car or something like that. It is a movie made with love, mm-hmm. yeah. with intent on keeping the character as it has been, and just and even the costume is perfect to mm-hmm. what it yeah. is. So it is a comic book movie in its purest form, comic book to screen. Mm-hmm. In fact, yeah. you even had so, the. With, com- I'm sorry. Go ahead. With that in mind, oh. what wrong lessons will Hollywood learn from <laughs> right. this movie? They're going to make everything right. right now. There's a producer who's now thinking about R-rated super, uh, comic book movies. Going sex criminals. Get me that property. Hey, man. <laughs> if it get, if that gets a sex criminals movie made, I'm happy. Well, it depends on who makes it and what they do with it. Eh. I got a feeling. Whatever was being directed by f- Mick G. I'll tell you. Anybody doing sex cri- criminals is probably going to be more in the know than not. Right. Well, I'm just. I just got done reading the first volume of um, the uh, Wicked and the. Oh fuck! What's it called? Damn it! 
Oh, no. Brain broken. <laughs> the Wicked End of the Divine. Okay. Have you read The Wicked End of the Divine? No. Really interesting. And that's another one that could be done, you know, badass HBO style. Uh, and now maybe they'll do it. Here's here's two things I th- I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, Hollywood's going to fuck it up. But um, the fact that the movie was good... Your marketing can always be stronger if you believe in your product. Period. And that yeah, comes no, across. It's true. When you aren't making trailers that go against the tone of the movie you're right. making. Right. When you're not trying to hide shit, you're going to your marketing is always stronger. If you believe in the product, your marketing is always stronger. So that's great. And uh and secondly, I think more and more people are watching crazy shit all the time online we are exposed to the craziest shit (laughs) so hollywood's got to play a little catch up i think they're finally starting to realize oh people see horrible shit every day all you have to do is read the comments on youtube and you got the worst oh oh man yeah everybody has access to that right right so why shouldn't art start to reflect some of our day-to-day bullshit even more strongly. And I think this is a good first step in that direction. Whether they understand what's happening, whether they'll get it, but there you go. Yeah. That's a thought I had. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I mentioned this before when we were at dinner, but uh, we all loved uh, Fury Road and we all love this. And they are both very violent movies and very different. I mean, Mad Max Fury Road was all about you know movement, talking, action. This is all about the, the, the voice. This is all about the lines. But they wouldn't be the same movie. If you took the dialogue out of this, this would be not worth seeing, obviously. Yeah, I'm going to follow me. <laughs> what? <laughs> one movie's it all would, talk, one it, movie's it not all talk. It certainly wouldn't be as good. Yeah. It certainly wouldn't be as good. It's all about the talk in one movie, and it's not about the, com- the talk. The comedic timing in this is amazing. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is, is, just, is just great. Good on him. Great for him that he, that he is... Uh, He's been redeemed, mm-hmm. and it's funny too because the movie the movie double talks at because all of the fucking Green Lantern references, <laughs> Jesus H, <laughs> and and, and the Wolverine it. references, well, well, yeah, and but, he was making fun of himself. No, but I'm talking yeah. just the fact that they went back to. I mean, I would have expected a one off on Green Lantern, right? But they kept they kept throwing in kept little bits and pieces that yeah. was just like it was hilarious. And when he picked up his uh, Wolverine origins. Deadpool figurine. Yes. And it was like, things are about... Uh, that was when things went sideways. My most prized possession. My, yeah. And he pushes it aside and pulls out. He picks up the, 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 the Wham record. But it was, what, it was just fucking... I wonder where the people in the DC camp are thinking about this. They're probably like, oh, he's fucking right. Making fun of her products. You think they'll <laughs> no, they're, do some uh, job? They're acknowledging DC. No, 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 no. DC is about to be really sad. Mm. There is... Stinky words coming out for that new Batman. There's some, there's some rumors and bad talk coming out. Yep. Snyder's about to lose his crown. They're going to kick him to the curb. Affleck apparently does an admirable job. Eisenberg is likable in the film. Everything else is dreck. Surprise. They're testing it to audiences and they're not reacting well. Not at it's all. It's not testing well. No surprise here. What about Gal? What about Gal? How's she doing as Wonder Woman? How's she... I haven't heard a lot regarding that. There's oh. been nothing really. She, I think. Well, they're well gonna, I'm looking forward to seeing this, dude. Damn it. Well, Me the too. talk yeah. is, the talk is, Snyder's going to get the axe. 
They're aban- they're going to abandon Justice League and they're going to go for a Batman one-off with uh, with Batfleck. And they're doubling down on Suicide Squad yep. because the reaction to that is just huge. Yeah, mm. and because of the, fun the Deadpool stuff. And the Deadpool thing. Well, and apparently uh, Affleck makes a cameo in Suicide Squad as Batman. Yeah. Really? That okay. was uh, that was revealed. I'm excited for Batfleck too. I mean, what little I've seen, and you know, it's funny. He loves that character. Mm-hmm. He is not. He's going to do everything in his power to do that well. And the little stuff that I've seen of him, I'm like, way to go, Ben and Affleck. That's exactly like the, Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool. Yeah, he loves yeah. that character yeah, yeah. too. But well, Kevin Henry Smith even Cavill, said, yeah, nobody gives a fuck. Smith is constantly creaming himself on Fat Man on Batman, talking oh, yeah, about sure. uh, Bat- how good how good Affleck. Well, he is. said himself, Affleck's always wanted to be Batman. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, All you got to do is throw Argo in there. He's going to do great, no matter what he does. He can act. He can act. No. Forget yeah. about friggin' Daredevil. No, it, I mean, as an actor, if you get a chance to play a character you've always wanted to play, of course you're going to grip that with both hands and go in. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what Andy says. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just a shame that it's attached to a lame project to start. But The uh, preview wow. that I saw when I went to see Deadpool was the first time I actually wanted to see the movie. That was a, the best preview yeah. for Batman v Superman yet. Definitely. Definitely. But they're showing you the whole fucking film. Uh, that one they really didn't, but in other previews they have. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of flash cuts, so it wasn't that. Uh, whatever. Oh, boy. That's, I don't care. Like Doomsday come running through the streets. Like, why would you even show didn't that? Didn't even show it. Later? That's yeah. almost disappointing. That is disappointing. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I, want, forward to that. I want superhero movies to be good. Yeah, I want superhero yeah, yeah. movies to well, succeed. I mean, we'll, we'll know in a few weeks. I plan on seeing it. Yeah. Because unlike most people in this room i was not turned off by man of steel see i still didn't even see man of steel i'm so just i've heard so much there. i'm still i've watched it wow the newest superman i liked it man of steel i, I really so enjoyed that movie us. i enjoyed so. it i enjoyed it I, you know i felt that there were flaws but i enjoyed it so it, that I, character is full of flaws batman v superman on sale dvd and blu-ray 15 bucks Wow, he doesn't even August. need his phone anymore. He August. Is. August is guessing. Okay. August. Wow. Wow. But yeah, not the, not, the, not the 999 bin. DVD and Blu-ray. You're only giving no, it five 15. months to Blu-ray then. Yep. Wow. Well, August. my understanding, based on what they paid with marketing and the cost of the movie worldwide, it has to bring in $1 billion to be profitable. How <sighs> much? $1 billion. Uh-oh. How much? One hundred billion dollars. <laughs> wow. One billion, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and how can it that's you know, why would you do that? Why would you start things like that? Why would you make things so hard? I don't, I don't know. Um But hey, what I what I hope happens from Deadpool is we get smaller not necessarily micro budget, but definitely smaller budgeted idea superhero movie. Yeah, what was it? 53 million or something? It had a Dread, it had Dread a two. really teeny tiny uh Dread, budget. Dread, well, yeah. Dread's getting its series. I want Dread 2. Well, that's not official yet, but there's Carl a lot Urban, of hope. Dread 2. I'll yeah. tell you what I want to see is the sword turned into a movie. Is that that anime? Mm-mm. No, no, it's, it's a, the sword. The uh, It's a Luna Brothers book. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's sword. right. That was a good book. And that yeah. that 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 book was definite. That was that was movie fodder. That was movie proposal. That that movie that book is very structured running that way. Speaking of movie fodder, I'm reading um Console Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah. So good. And they're making there's a documentary currently documentary about it, an actual documentary and a feature film fascinating and man it's a page turner really well written 
I'm only like five chapters deep, but it just flies. Chapters are short. That is a story of Sega versus Nintendo yes. back in the console. Days. Yes, and it's all embedded in the toy market and all that kind. Of, it's, I mean, it's right up my fucking dirt pipe. But uh, I think, but that's the thing. I think anyone can get into it. It's so accessible. Uh, big old fucking book. Uh, I got a long way to go, but man, it flies, and uh, I can understand completely how you could hand that to. Joe movie guy and he goes oh I'm entertained I will make this in a movie <laughs> like honestly like you give give them infinite jest or something and they'll just go brain broken but this thing it's good yeah new vehicle for Adam Sandler god oh my god it. no 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 I you know I'm trying to think who right now I would even want to see in that role I'd like to see a, a, a new person I would have actually what it reminds me of reading it right now it feels a lot like uh, Halt and Catch Fire, oh, which yeah. I love yeah, that yeah. series. Yeah, it's a good um, series. And that guy, who's that dude? In uh, Halt Lee and Catch Pate? Or Lee Mayweather. Yeah. yeah, Lee Mayweather. Uh, Lee Marvin. <laughs> Lee. Pace, Lee, Lee Majors. Messy Marvin. Brandon Lee. Uh, <laughs> he would be, what is his name? Lee. Lee Preston. Uh, Lee Bowitz. Ronan. Ronan. Ronan General Lee, yeah. General Lee, the General uh, Lee, the General Lee would be a great King of the Wood Elves character. Uh, Leaky Lee, Leaky Lee, <laughs> Tommy Lee Davidson, Jet Lee, Brendan Jet Lee Frazier, Brendan Lee Frazier. I want to see Jet Lee heading up console Leaving. wars. <laughs> Leaving, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, like a tree and leave. He'd be great as the lead. <laughs> wow, you really are brain today. <laughs> yeah, that guy we couldn't come up with a name with, he'd be great. <laughs> he tossed me a couple of those. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah you gotta you gotta push the Ralph Wiggum out of him today. Mm. Uh, let's see, this week I played Firewatch. Mm-hmm. Fire Crotch? Fire Crotch. Firewatch. Uh Firewatch with me. Small independent <laughs> game, first person. Oh, uh, some might call it a walking simulator. Uh, uh, others would call it a <laughs> interactive drama. Yeah, Duncan was talking about this. He said it was could be good. I love this game. Yeah. Uh, best game of its type I've played since Gone Home. Uh, you play a fellow trying to escape horrible things that's happened in his life by taking a job at a national park on Firewatch. You're there for three months, isolated. The only thing you have to interact with is another person in a tower named Delilah, who you can only contact through walkie-talkie. And it develops this really engaging story. It really does a great job on keeping everything, not necessarily tense, but flowing well. And it had a... When a game can grab you emotionally, like a, a part that just hit me like, oh, wow. And anybody that's played the game knows the part. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of talk about how it kind of ends too abruptly for a lot of people. Uh, I thought, welcome to life, motherfuckers. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> time wise, it's only about a three to four hour yeah. game. Tell mm-hmm. that to Antonin Scalia. <laughs> he knows. He's playing Firewatch right now. And um, they're done that. Oh. <laughs> but this game is terrific. It's a slow burn, but it tells a really good human story. Slow, and burn. slow burn. Firewatch. Firewatch. <laughs> 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 the. Would you say it's a hot game? The game 
shows the importance of having great voice acting work in a game. Yeah. This game is better voice acted than almost every AAA title I've played in the last Would you say years. it's not flame retardant? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Would you say it's not too campy fire? Wow. Yeah, there you go. It's getting better. Nice try, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You really wanted to be you, serious. You're going to pull, you're gonna pull yeah, a muscle here, man. Yeah, yeah. I just realized. Oh. It's just not going to happen. Brush that fire away. Oh, <laughs> boom, zing. I like it. I like it. <laughs> okay, enough of the burns. Let him back to the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. God. Smokey the Bear. That's just a character. There's no Does joke he, there. No, that was a joke. <laughs> Does he show up? Does he show up and go, Only you can make good video games with compelling storylines and adequate voice acting that bring you into the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Only oh, you. Oh, oh. Johnny Storm. The Human Torch. That's right. Yeah, I, fire. yeah I get it. I get it. <laughs> Yay. He causes fires too. Pluto's okay. hair. In in Hercules cartoon, mm-hmm. there's been arguments Andy's out dick there when he tries oh to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Hurts so good. <laughs> burn unit. That's what they call it. <laughs> burn unit. <laughs> now you've worked it around to good. That's good. I'm yeah, putting you on burn notice. Oh, <laughs> burn notice. Damn, eighties in with the Z. Oh. Uh, there's a lot of talk that the story is too simple, uh, but as you think about it more and more, and the game will make you think, there's actually a lot more going on in the game that's on. It's it, there's something super cooking. Good reading, uh, good writing in it. <laughs> the Firewatch, it's great. Uh-huh. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. <laughs> my uh, my paper did a story about that um, that job. There's like one person left in Nevada that does that. They're almost all, on the, all, all the fire watches are automa- automated except for one right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, it sort of takes place in the late 80s, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it turn out most people that did that job were arsonists? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we got a fire again. I wow, like you're, this. You're, you're, you're back to your moon landing, man. <laughs> moon landing, <laughs> my dick. Some call it arson. I call it job security. Uh-huh. <laughs> Control burn. <laughs> what else you do this week, Jets? Uh, I uh, went to Mr. Chow's and watched Jeff work. Oh. It was good, good, good food. Jeff served the drinks awesomely. Has, awesomely. That, that was my assigned job that night. Was uh, Serving drinks, him? Drinks. Oh. <laughs> I was the beverage server that night. How, how did you afford this? Dude's got a good job. Look at what I... Look, you're still, you're still, down white you're still dressed like a Mormon. What, yeah, this I was going to say, what was it, Mormon <laughs> night? 50% discount for LDS? This guy's selling timeshares like they're going out of style. That's he remembered right. his credit card this you time. You know the great thing about timeshares? You can sell it multiple times. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> I, 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 I'm like, I just took... I'm, I'm speaking like Andy. Stroke wallet. Stroke wallet. Stroke wallet. Stroke. Ciao. Was this a Valentine gesture? Yes, it was. Oh. oh. The man yeah. providing for his woman. And that same night after we ate, we went to Deadpool. So nice. Wow. What a off. double whammy. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Triple whammy. But you don't want to know about the <laughs> butter bar. Well, unlike you, I don't, you know, 
announce it to a group of friends. <laughs> All Bang! I said was I had a date. I didn't go into details about what happened in the date. Oh, but we know what happened. She was warned. Everybody warned knows. She was warned to sit around the couch. Everybody knows what happened, Andy. We know what happened. Okay. There's no secrets here. There's no secrets. You took me to Joe's Cram Chat, and you stuck a bunch of them in my purse. <laughs> <laughs> Not just a purse. Not, but, right in a passy? That's what I call my purse. <laughs> oh, oh, my special purse. And people wanted to stop me and check me for crabs as I was leaving. I said, no, you don't get to look there. Only Andy, my brother, who faxed me, gets to look there. You were doing the crab walk. I did it. I walked sideways <laughs> out the <Jesus>. door. <laughs> and I got in the back of the truck, and you drove me home. Like, Ma'am, you seem to be dripping butter. Yes. You better hope that's all it is. Don't clean that with your mouth. <laughs> Who's going to clean it with their mouth? Oh, I have clients who pay for that. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait. You have to work. Andy doesn't support you with he all you do for him. He supports me, but I'm a cam girl. Oh. <laughs> I do cam girl work. Somehow that made it worse. <laughs> but anyways, the prices aren't that bad. Room is, <laughs> oh, my room is her cam a girl, her bed. cam show. It's just a they're floor not, they're not bed. That bad. They're not that bad. No, it's just it's, a floor bed. <laughs> Nothing. They're just bed. bed. I don't have shelves. <laughs> also, been playing a lot of Minecraft on the Scoop oh, with server. All the, uh, homies. Yep, we're starting to get quite a few people on there. It's nice to see. Uh, you can still join us if you want to. I can send you that information. Comments at uglycouchshow.com or hit me on Twitter at Master Torgo. Uh, a few things I've been working on. I've I've made Sinistar one to one pixel on there. I saw that mosaic. That really cool. That was that took about what. Six hours to do, uh, maybe more. You have it's a it's a survival server, Time so you well have to. Spent. You it's not creative. You have to mine your own shit. Uh, some other awesome things that are happening on there. You did that while zombies and shit were after you still. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's flo- well, uh, it's floating, but he was way up in the sky on his little makeshift uh, scaffolding, <laughs> just <laughs> hoping he didn't fall off. There was a few close calls. Uh, Mince made the scoops cone. Which I almost consider, it's right by the obelisk, and I almost consider it like the official m- scoops memorial of the whole oh, wow. It's on the top of this mountain, big giant pink ice cream you cone. You gotta go walk me around this virtual world. I tonight. certainly will. I certainly will. Ace made a gigantic bunny in a style, and I know they're also talking making the Arkansas Ballroom and Pound Town. <laughs> Badass. So You guys are the best. It's so much fun. <laughs> So I've been doing that a lot this week. Anything else you've been doing, guys? Um, did you guys see the uh, Lila Cheney uh, video? Uh, uh, Lila Cheney? Lila Cheney? Yeah, it's Lila uh, Cheney. Uh, uh, what? Um, the room is all silent. Yeah, so yeah, I know. <laughs> Even Kay's not helping in this no, one. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Just why bother? Right. <laughs> no, don't help her brother out. No, no. <laughs> Uh, Lila Cheney. Lila Cheney is the rock star from the New Mutants X Men uh, Universe comics. Okay. And they did a music somebody video made of... a nice little fan made video of of the New Mutants going to see a Lila Cheney, Cheney show and and weird stuff happens in the middle of it, but it's pretty good special effects for huh yeah it's fun. No, I didn't see that at all. Yeah. I'll check that out. Yeah. There's a, a Warlock's in it, and he's. 
in his human form, but there's like he like glitches a couple times and you see his head sort of pop out of the human. Oh, it's that's cool. fun. Yeah. Love Warlock. There you go. See, yeah. there's a reason. Anything else, gents? I'm going to run home right now and go watch that. Uh, well, you could just say Xbox One, Lila Cheney, YouTube. I'm, w- I'm watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny. Probably by now, it's the Xbox is just like, hey. Oh, no, no, not on a Tuesday. Fuck, Fuck that. Yeah, I'm not listening to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Bring Got up, my Missy Elliott video. <laughs> Xbox, bring up uh, Ludmilla's... Uh, oh, no, oh, you oh. angered it. It's a way... <laughs> oh! you Ludmilla's you YouTube. Ludmilla's YouTube. Ludmilla. Great. Now it's staring at my ass. <laughs> the NSA right now is like, what are the... Uh, way to go, okay. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> How sad is your job at the NSA looking at Xbox One footage? Yeah, really. I mean, that's that's a lot of underwear and ball scratching, nose picking. No, no, they're going through the like, not next, next, next. Ooh, hot chick. All right, uh. we'll stay right here. Bring her on the big screen. Bring her to the war room. Mm. <laughs> After about twenty minutes, they realize she hasn't moved. That's a still photo. <laughs> God damn it! That's a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I could just press it. Right, be quicker. <laughs> Instead of your guesswork on the controller. <laughs> I was trying to remember the uh, the sequence. That's the sequence right there. there. Now it's brighter. Oh, no, no, I didn't off. want to okay. distract wow. you from your That's back there. still. There it goes. What, to turn it off was like up, down, select, star, A, B, A, B, X, Y? Like what? Anybody do a thing? Yeah. Anything else? Thing. Uh, Otherwise, we'll have emails. All right. We'll have emails. Do emails. Listener mail. First quick shout out. I want to shout out to Gabriel and Sebastian. You guys are awesome. Just throwing it out there. And first email. Oh, this oh this this week. Uh, mm. from Cthulhu Collector. Gotta get them all. Since your show is called <laughs> Geek Shock, did you ever consider buying a shock collar for Paul? Oh, oh, I like this idea. Shock the geek when Wouldn't he gets work. out of control or if he spends more than ten minutes on He Man. <laughs> Also, are any of you guys fans of the Venture Brothers, and what do you think of the new season six? Don't love. have access, so I haven't seen it yet. I do want to see it. I love Venture Brothers. Yeah. Anybody watch it? Haven't seen the new series yet. So it's going, but it. no one's watched it. Yeah, I, I love Venture I Brothers. I, I didn't even realize there was a I new... Just haven't, uh, there's only like two or three episodes out so far. I that. think you can watch the current episodes on adultswim.com. Yeah, that might be the place. I just mm. haven't gotten around to watching it yet. I will. I love it. We've got them all on DVD. It's a great series. Yep. The best. So there you go, Cthulhu. They love it. I hope, I hope it's not we all love it. We're behind. It. Yep. We have a drink at work, Paul, called the Monarch, <gasps> and it, nice. it tickles me every Do time you, I, I get one ordered. The Monarch. <laughs> drink it. Inside, you will find a dreaded candiru, a nasty little fish with a penchant for swimming up a man's urethra. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh sweetie. I'm waiting for Kay to jump in because he actually can do a lot of the voices in there. Uh, <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Monarch's going to kill us. <laughs> no way. Come on. <laughs> Let's just write the cocoon. We're getting out of here. Yeah, you know, I just realized 13 sounds a lot like uh, Cosmic, Cosmic Raymond. Yeah, of course. He's well, get after it's... Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course he sounds like that because it's basically the same character. <laughs> oh, my God. Brock Samson. 
He's going to murder us. <laughs> Don't brown your shorts. <laughs> Stay calm. Everything will be fine. <laughs> How ridiculously violent Brock Samson's kills are in that series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just straight up murders people. What and- has happened to your sons? They are between realms. I sense them, Dr. Venture. <laughs> they are spirit bound. Oh, they, that was one of the, that was a fu- brilliant, brilliant reveal. That was one of the most fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Episodes. What do you know? Of course, my sons are dead. Yeah, I hate touching them. They're like giant Stretch Armstrongs. These guys are so gross. Uh, next email, gentlemen. Reviewing the plethora of candidates brought out by political parties, I realized the only moral, ethical, and sane choice is to vote Master and Commander 2016. There you go. (laughs) With that being said, I only ask that during your term, please attempt to do the following. One, have CIA bring you the head of the man that canceled Firefly, or at least have that motherfucker audited every year for the rest of his days on Earth. Done. Two, use the bully pulpit to get a remake of The Beastmaster. Please have the remake contain at least 80% less rape and 100% less cousin fucking. (laughs) Yes, the two heroes running away in the end are cousins. Uh, Are they cousins in the movie or are they cousins in real life? I don't know. It's been a long time since I watched Beastmaster. It's been a long time since I bought it it too. Like three months ago when I was on this binge. (laughs) I haven't made the rounds. I went on this barbarian binge. I oh. got Red Sonia. I got the Conans. <laughs> Red Sonia. Yeah, Red Sonia. Oh my god! Oh, that was back when we were talking about the pits, wasn't it? Uh huh. The sexy. I remember what a train. Sexy pit. I remember reading a a, a behind the scenes production uh, story about how how much of a train wreck the production of Red Sonia was. Like oh, uh, it's all on the screen. It's yeah. <laughs> but like, it's like they filmed an actual screen. train wreck. Yeah. They they like they. they they kept shooting, shoehorning in Schwarzenegger parts because he was only supposed to be in like the first ten minutes of the film. Yeah, no. And they just kept adding scenes and kept adding scenes. Calidor, <laughs> Calidor. I'm not Conan, really. Oh man. And then that little that little fart in his dude. Uh, so dumb. <laughs> Eddie Reyes. That was I his believe. name, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah hey, go get him. And uh, yeah, Yorks just, are coming. He's the guy from yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Raphael. He was all the turtles. No, he was. Was he Raphael? Uh, no, I, I'm. I'm. <laughs> I'm basically treating you like Andy right now. Do you see Turtles too? Wait, no, sir. Secret of the Ooze. Wait, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I betrayed you. Yeah. Yes. He plays himself in Turtles 2, but he was also one of the guys that dressed up as the Turtles. Eddie Rios, he's done a ton of oh. shit. He was in... Three uh, Ninjas, right? He was, not only that. No, no, no. I don't think Three Ninjas. He was no. in um, The Return of the Ninja. Oh, okay. He was that little kid. He was uh, Shokasuji's son. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so oh, my good. God. So fucking good. And three, please support legislation banning the showing of commercials before movie trailers on all streaming devices. I'm already watching a fucking commercial. That's what a trailer is, you evil double-dipping twats. I'm deciding whether a ton of money will be spent on tickets and concession. I don't need to be sold insurance before being disappointed at what other superhero shit DC is slinging. Wait a minute, though. But they're now offering... Disappointing DC slinged shit insurance. 
And you want to buy into that ah. because that is well. Apparently, it pays for, it pays for itself. Word is it's yeah. it's it's going to be big. In I the say next we do year a public so. option on. There this you one. go. Yeah. yeah. I thought for a second you were serious. Because mm. <laughs> I can see people pulling that yeah, shit. Th- that th- yeah, I, I think Spend Paul. An deep down inside, you want that an extra two dollars for your movie ticket so you can walk out and get your full refund. Yeah, really. Can you fucking yeah. You fill out a little form. Yep. They do a damage assessment. If yeah, this you one's leave a total by loss. Within 45 minutes of the picture, you'll receive your entire purchase price back. If you don't, you'll receive a voucher for half off of a popcorn the next time you come, which is what your $2 goes for. I'm pushing for just bonus points on the rewards cards because it keeps them coming in and they're spending and using the cards. So, you know. Oh, he would like fancy. something. He points at it. Fish. Fish. He wants uh, thank you, the Shadow Scoop. Shadow Scoop. Thank you, Shadow Scoop. <clears throat> of course, these are fine platform ideas. And P.S. Oh. Paul, as someone who works in the skincare of the obese, your jokes were offensive, uncalled for, and tasteless. Also, I was laughing so hard during my commute, I was a serious danger to everyone on the Baltimore <laughs> 695. I love that. That is like the third comment we've gotten where accidents have happened or almost happened because of because of this show. This is that's fucking great. Do you even get that, Paul? For ICS, do you guys get I had an accident because you guys we are so get, damn funny? We get some stuff because we But we, that one was I mean, we got unbelievable. Mis- we that got was over the Mister top. threw out his back and drove into a phone, <laughs> telephone pole. And I mean, Jesus, I feel better now because my worst experience was just looking like an idiot in an Albertsons frozen foods aisle. Mm. But it's just was that what, what that was with, with uh, the soggies? Cunt, no, cunt berries. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff's yeah, with, Jeff's cunt berries. With, uh, <laughs> Captain, Captain Crunch, Crunch cunt berries. Cunt berries. <laughs> oh, I got oh. those shoggies. I'm going to get all oh, those cunt berries. Oh, my I God. Just, I can envision you just laughing. Oh, dude. I'm like standing like, in front of the pizza. I'm listening with my earbuds. And I'm just like, huh, huh, huh. And people are just looking at me. And, oh, Christ. Before, and that was before. You were doing that before everybody walked around with earbuds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's I was I was a leader. That was years in, ago. In yeah, listening yeah, yeah. to podcasts. Because now on. everybody walks around with their Yeah, ears. I know. Now, now I'm just one of the crowd. Passe, passe. <laughs> Before you continue, Torgo, yes. him saying remake just made me remember something earlier today. We've had remake, of course, their sequels, but then the people talk about movie remakes, and then they've started using fancier terms, reboots, and one of the uh, newer ones, reimagining. Today, there, a friend of mine read a press release um, about uh, Cirque's Love, the Beatles uh, show, okay. which if you're a Beatles fan, <laughs> go see Love because it's phenomenal. It's a good show. It's a, it's it a really good is. show. And they talked about, yeah, they uh, they actually had a three-week dark and uh, did some uh, changing because a lot of the, all the Cirque shows, they're going through and doing some improvements, some uh, change-outs and stuff like that. And they call it the refreshed love. So now we have refreshed. Great. And I just, I love it. I absolutely <laughs> fucking love that it's term. Refreshing. I don't want to hear about remakes. I don't want to hear about reboots. I want to hear about the upcoming refreshed, ref- refreshed version of Hellraiser. Refreshed. <laughs> now, does that mean that uh, 
love being refreshed does that mean that uh mccartney and yoko ono and uh uh the rest are gonna have to come in and approve the final changes because there was a big deal about when that show launched and how like yoko especially had like pages of notes of uh like things that she wanted jesus uh, age i imagine a lot of modified scrub the murder off of it (laughs) (laughs) sort of like arrow not murdery enough. No, uh, it, was, it was it was it was plenty murdery enough, and chop up a girlfriend and put her in buckets. Uh, next email. Whoa! Just listening to this week's podcast, and you guys were reminiscing about some classy old '80s horror classics, and how they don't make them like they used to. Well, I'd like to recommend a couple of new fun movies, which are on video of demand, or maybe Netflix. I live in the UK, so I'm not sure if they're on there yet. So, also, all apologies if you mentioned them before ones that might tickle your fancy first is a fun throwback to peter jackson's early work and it's made in new zealand it's called deathgasm a fun movie about a couple of nerdy death meddlers who accidentally let loose all hell in their hometown and full of practical effects and the best zombie dildo fight you're ever likely to see uh, you know what? I've been actually kind of following Deathgasm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Okay, movie. so you know what that means then? Yes, it's a so horror that- movie. New Zealand's and Empire did a nice little write up on it this month, and oh no, no, I'm focused on the zombie dildo fight. Are they are they are they <laughs> zombie dildos or are they zombies fighting with dildos? I'm guessing it's the latter, or fighting against zombies with dildos. Yeah. So I always think it'd be fighting zombies with I guess dildos. we'll have to watch the movie and find out. There Andy. you go. Well, using of course, dildos to fight off You're zombies. using dildos because you killed a zombie with a headshot. Yeah. Oh! Dildos. <laughs> All these zombies are dildos. Uh, the second dildos. one is a fun Canadian movie, which is a mix of post-apocalyptic 80s homage and BMX bandits. <gasps> what? It's called Turbo Kid. And oh, if you're, it's on oh, that is on Netflix. Yeah. If you're a fan of Kung Fury and Manborg, then you'll appreciate its humor, which has a tongue and firmly wedged in its cheek. It's also excessively yeah. gory and, and has Michael Ironside, Ironside yes. as the big bad. Okay, well I have to see this now. Check them both out, and if you haven't, if you haven't already, and Andy's sister is truly terrifying. Well mm. done, Paul. Simon Scoops. You're welcome. Uh, and also Dave from Australia suggested Kung Fury as well. If you haven't seen that, nice. So I haven't seen Kung. Have you seen Kung Fury? Yeah, oh, it's it's good. My, it's yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. It's it, it's it's short. Right it's yeah. a short. Oh, and like Thirty minutes. Yeah, 30 I watched. Really? Uh, you haven't seen it's right up your alley. I got to oh, see. Yeah. It. I watched Return to Nukem High Part One, which uh-huh. was actually done in 2014. I didn't. Yeah, realize. yeah, yeah. Wow, hmm. it's good. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, but in the way you want I mean, it to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's got some fun shit. It's long. Really? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's a fun. I mean, too long. I mean. It could have, it could have done with a little bit of trimming here and there, but okay. it's funny, and it's cr- I mean it's just lesbian sex, which leads to one of the girls growing a giant mutant cock, and the other <laughs> one having a, a like a Seymour monster baby. Oh. It's so amazing. It's, so it's a documentary. It's, it's got some amazing <laughs> shit in it. It's but got some sister. amazing shit in it. Wow. Uh, I'm not upset that I saw it. All right, that's I guess a, that's about as ring of an endorsement you. as you'll get from Paul. I'm uh I'm looking to get more trauma stuff. I'm pricing out some some more trauma pieces on the old Amazon zones. These Amazon. Gentlemen, we're at fanfic time. Fanfic? What? Fanfic's getting kind of crazy now. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I'll 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 tell you a little bit. But this first one. 
uh, special request. It's kind of long. Um, it's like six paragraphs. Is there like right. a professional header on that too? Oh no, that's no, just this, your email. I right. got you. Um, but it's request. It's by Croak the DJ, uh, regular listener, and it's called Todd's Story. But he has the request: uh, "Greeting you, fuckless herd of nerds." Paul, please read this. So I'm going to turn this duty over to you, sir. I'm going to read it as Mothra's agent. Do it. We have all heard the tales of woe and wonder of Mr. Todd, but we never heard a true story. Growing up as a child of the night and horror, he soon learned there was in fact a difference between horror and whore. Freshly waxed and pretty young, Todd set out to intern with his favorite radio station, KAUK, 1330 AM, all cock all the time. <laughs> this small station played all the hits of Barry Manilow, and whatever else would feel in the hours between commercials and a quarter hour. I would have worked at that stage. As he began his duties, a haprish intern, he grew he grew close to the now shrewd down shock jock DJ, who was used to hitting the post and riding all the outros, while still giving away trips to Houston, Texas. One day while he was bringing the DJ, who went by the moniker Storm and Norman in the morning, his morning Irish coffee, he tripped on a loose headphone cable and he spilled a coffee all over Norman's pants. Wait a minute, is this Todd or Andy? Todd slipped. <laughs> Norman, okay. Norman slowly stood from the heat and glared at young Todd. Slowly he walked over to the booth door. He rocked the door while rocking eyes with t- embarrassed intern. At the point where he asked politely, he removed his wet pants. If Todd had learned how to ride the post yet. Oh, shit. Eager to impress. Todd spoke with well, glee. That yes! <laughs> you just get what you are saying, just right, and the music start. Norman smiled for Todd, had answered the question correctly. Cross, let me show you how it's really done. You Before Todd could move, Norman had tossed some root coffee on Todd's pants, only to drench his crotch in the same manner as his own, which now <laughs> wet on the floor, wet in a pile. It's getting real Being weird. surprised, Todd yeah. looked down, only to see his own pants brown in the stain and wet. Well, I'm Yuck, used to that. he thought, but fair, fair, right? As the eyes panned back to presumable, presumably a smile on Norman's face. All he saw was a giant raging hard on. Oh, shit. Now Todd was surprised, grossed out, intrigued, and surprised by the sheer girth and stance of the aging man. As Norman streeted past Todd back to a microphone to introduce the next song, mentioned the station was giving away a trip to Houston, Texas, and the next song, as the warmth on Todd's cross grew, he could feel begin to, he began to grow warm. The next song was Carrie's Whisper. As the saxophone rang out on the monitor, how timeless! Norman swiveled his chair like the evil mastermind. Strangely, his old cock had grown Roger. Ah! Oh, it looked like it. Todd was there, was there. His pants cold and wet, and sticking to his own growing dilemma, wondering what was going on. Clearly, he knew what he was trying to go on. He had to run into similar situations only a few years before at, with a deacon at Neighborhood Catholic Church. <laughs> of course. He flashed back to that moment. He remembered the flowers, the music. Shit, it was Kara's Whisper then too. <laughs> what the fuck, he thought. <laughs> then it hit just as Norma had gotten closer. Oh. He had tried to be forceful. Oh. He put his hands out and said, no, that didn't work. He yelled it again and said, no, you're not my uncle. You don't get me. This stopped the DJ in his steps, put a smile on his face, then he continued to approach. This scared the young intern. Oh. He flashed back to the horror he thought of himself. How you stop a monster? Be its master. Ah. So Todd screamed, I am Torgo and I am your master. I do not wish your hands of fate upon me. 
<laughs> this confused the old man, and he stopped as a newly master Torgo realized it had stopped. With a quick point of his finger, he pointed the countdown on a crock. They needed to do the live re- re- read commercial in 18 seconds. Com- Norman scrambled back to the now dirty chair just in time to ride a post into, into reading a commercial for car sale that he was appearing at next Saturday. As the shift went on, no more advances were made. Pants were put back on the next day. That is a whole story itself. That's a whole story itself. Whew. So I was saved by pointing out the rules? Is that? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently you were sure saved by declaring yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you were saved by declaring yourself master. In the attempt to get up, what? stepped what? on the wire and pulled himself back down. <laughs> How are you not dead? You don't understand. It's amazing. How did you make it, it to what? Sixty? <laughs> How old are you? Sixty? Oh my! God. There weren't there weren't all these cables and wires. Well, yeah, there you the go. There you go. It's right. only the electronic age that yeah. has really put his life in peril. Exactly. <laughs> Get wireless quick enough for me. <laughs> All Andy used to have to worry about was find the right cave. <laughs> no, he had to worry about the steam burns from all the steampunk oh uh, mechanics. God. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, get a little passy and... Oh, thank you, Croak, the DJ, I think. Um, Croak, the DJ? Wait a minute. <gasps> He's the DJ. I'm the rapper. <laughs> Plain white rapper. <laughs> that wouldn't be a fanfic part without Steve's thrown in there. Oh Lord, Steve's. This time, Steve brings us Geek Shock Volume One, Famous versus Torgo, Dawn of Geek. <laughs> when Famous Paul arrived in Vegas, he was not at first a superhero. Quite contrarily, he harnessed the power to bemuse and bewilder just about anyone he encountered, often leading to disastrous results. One time, while conversing with a police officer, he recounted how Mace Windu was actually a Sith, driving that officer to the dark side. Fucking true. On another occasion, Paul single-handedly emptied a casino floor by going to each machine and table, singing nonsensical melodies about werewolf balls. This was bad for business. And as Torgo and 80s required that business to get by, something had to be done. They lured Paul into a trap by putting up signs for McGee book signings and knowing out of pure rage he'd come to the fake event. After tying up Paul and torturing him into watching hours of Stargate and the prequels, Torgo and 80s told him his foolish behavior and lack of discipline was bad for business. Paul was understanding. And he said he did not wish to act so haphazardly, but it was chemicals driving him insane. Just then, Neurobliss came bursting into the room. Uh. It was Neurobliss who manipulated Paul's brainwaves and made him go fucking insane. As he was beginning to re-energize Paul to take out Torgo and 80s, the local news reporter came in to cover the McGee signing. As fact check Andy came in the door holding popcorn and soda, he tripped over the door frame, launching a tape recorder out of his breast pockets and momentarily dazing Neurobliss. <laughs> Gaining lucidity, Paul rose from his chair and conquered Neurobliss in a single blow. The four men looked at each other, realized they had just conquered a common enemy, and the thought dawned on them that it was time to start a beautiful friendship. 
as night fell on our newly acquired, acquainted heroes, it looked like Vegas was safe again for now. Next week, Geek Shock Volume 2, The Umpire Strikes Back. Steven. Thank you, Steve. Nice. Very nice. Now there's this. Oh, yeah. I'm going to read this little email. It's a little one. Uh, okay. I have to admit this one kind of got away from me. <laughs> it's actually added down 10 pages to the 26 pages attached. It was 36 pages before? Yes. Wow. I don't see how you can read this whole thing on air, so that'd be like pet letting Paul read the internet for 90 minutes. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Just share with the other guys. Let me know what you think, S-O-D. Scully. Scully wrote us a goddamn movie. <laughs> and I am holding one. in my hand 26 pages of screenplay. A brilliant, funny parody of The Watchmen starring all, uh, all of us. It's brilliant. Of course, I'm not going to read it. It's super we long. We need to do that as a supplemental piece. <laughs> exactly. You That's need to what copy I'm that. And, uh, what, we what, we, what we might do is sometime record this as a radio play. Yeah. 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 That'd be great. And, and, and either get it up there or maybe once we jump on the Patreon wagon, make it available to all Patreon subscribers or subscribers or something like that. Subscribers? Subscribers. 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 I'm across from the man has got a rope. It's what yeah. you get for eating the Swedish fish. <laughs> Don't put your foot I've been in the booty. tonight. <laughs> You've well, been very still tonight. Because you're mm. stepping on your earphones. <laughs> <laughs> but Scully... I read this. This is amazing. I can't wait to share it in some way with all the listeners. So, The Couchmen, it is called. Ooh, nice. Oh, and it is brilliant. And I printed it out in case you guys wanted to read it, and you guys will read it. I have read it, and it is brilliant. Uh, just one more email to go Andy? through. It is. Andy, so you look and then we'll go right into the uh, the closing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. Well, this one's from Gaming Mill. Okay. So, you you know what's coming. Strap in, everyone. Dear the Paul Show. Uh, oh, early, wait, wait, wait! I have to stop you. It's okay. the Andy Show now. No, it is the yeah. Andy Show. Oh. <laughs> okay, dear the Andy Show. Not what he writes. Um, uh, Gaming Mail asked me for some sort of inspiration of something to write earlier this week, and so it says here: Master Turgid suggested me via Twitter at Gaming Mail that I offer you up my top three. I was going to suggest one show, two. The three, Paul. But that seemed too obvious. So, fellas, here are my top three. Number three, Brazil. Terry Gilliam's superb film from 1985. Not only is it my favorite film of all time, but it is the best Christmas film ever. Now, I am an atheist and don't celebrate Christmas at all, but I still like all the sparkling lights and stuff. Also, I got married to my imaginary wife just before Christmas five years ago in the U.S. of states down in Georgia. I've spent two Xmases in America. What a great, great country. I should be living there now, but alas, my imaginary wife left me for a short, fat trucker wanker. Two, sex. I love a good bit of fucking. The women I've been with seem to enjoy it, too. While I'm not the biggest of fellas, I must be doing something right. That being said, some of the women I've met weren't exactly pretty <laughs> or care much about their personal hygiene either, it seems. <laughs> However, beggars can't be choosers. I presume I wasn't the beggar. <laughs> Number C, prison. Well, not prison exactly, but being locked up in a police cell for eight hours. I was arrested yesterday. I'm out on unconditional bail for a month. 
and ended up on a magistrate's court. Why did I choose prison? Because you get free food three times a day and unlimited hot beverages upon request. Why was I arrested? It was stuff to do with my corrupt uncle. I'm starting to think he has illegal activities under his belt. And number one, Penn Gillette. I've been a big fan of Penn and Teller for over 20 years. As a fan, I found out about his podcast. This fact made me learn of Penn's lesser show, The Cold Yogurt Monday, and hence, The Paul Show. So thanks, Penn. You've made my life less miserable. So there you go. There's my top five. Keep the show going, guys. I look forward to it every week, but I'm sick of being woken up before 6 a.m. midweek by my phone with Paul and his fuck it show with a streaming live broadcast with Matt via some app that I can't remember the name of. All the best, your biggest fan, Gaming Mill. P.S. There is a great group of geeks on Facebook that you can join called the Shock Monkey Lair. I didn't create it, but I signed up for it. Please give them a mention. Thank you, Gaming Mill, for your top three five-letter. Aww. Yeah. Brought a tear to my eye. And yeah, if you're not a part of the Shock Monkey Lair, get on there. That's a lot of fun on there. They they find some (laughs) shit. Cold yogurt Monday. There's some stuff on there. (laughs) Oh, especially this past week. Oh, jeez. God. I I wanted to give a shout-out real quick to um, my boy Phil Theobald and the Player One podcast crew who gave me a shout-out this week, so oh, I'm yeah. returning the favor. Fantastic video game podcast if you're interested in video games at all. They are all industry veterans, some still working in the games industry directly, and they know their shit, and they're old nerds like me, so they got a really fun perspective on it all. And you know, Giant Bombcast used to be my jam, mm-hmm. but you're, that one's definitely better. I've I've gotten you've gotten I've, into player one now. I've gotten into player one now. Oh, great! Yeah, they're superior in every yeah, way. Yeah. I mean, Giant Bomb's great, but player one yeah. podcast. These they're doing it. They've done it from day one. It's all for the love. You understand where they're coming from. Absolutely, they're smart. And they're they also funny. did uh, the Sega Generation. Is that sixteen? Uh, yeah, Greg Stewart is doing uh, uh, Generation sixteen. That's it. His channel, which is all the, it's basically the Crontendo version of the Sega stuff. But done he, much more interestingly. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's really good. And he talked it out with the Crontendo guy before he started the series, which goes to show, again, these are just nice people who, you know, nobody does that on the internet. Nobody asks permission from another YouTube person. Yeah. Can I emulate a similar style to your, you know, they're no, just kidding. they're good people so yeah. yeah and it's a it's a great show uh, i think episode 16 or 17 is still mid-production he's having a bit of a time <laughs> with it but it's a lot of stuff already up there it's really really good so okay i have to go back crontendo crontendo is this guy's massive massive is right <laughs> massive uh video project on on YouTube, where he chronologically shows you every release for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Both and it, Japanese and American. Yeah, it's uh, close to 2,000 games, maybe more. And he goes into each one talking about what history he can find about each one. Yeah, he one. plays it. You see actual demo of it. He talks about who made it. Some of them, each game goes for over 10 minutes plus. Yeah. I, he's, he did... Uh, 40-some episodes of that, I think. And they're each about two hours long. It's a lot. Massive. Crontendo. Uh, he has kind of a sleepy voice delivery. Yes. Um, so <laughs> That's putting it nicely. For, for a good while, I was using it to go to bed. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. works beautifully as a, lo- a video game lullaby. It does. I am still sleeping like a baby to the Rambo cartoon all the time. Of course you are. It's so good. <laughs> that Rambo cartoon is fucking funny. God, it's funny. <laughs> oh, if you haven't seen it, go watch the Rambo cartoon on YouTube. Oh, it's a hoot. It's so strange. <laughs> Is it the original one, or like somebody has spoofed the original? No, it's it's okay. the original one. It's just weird. Well, he does yeah. dumb stuff. He imagine that he goes to this biker gang. Oh no! And he starts some you shit. Did? What the? Fuck? I, no He's, one brought it up. Starts some shit, and, and then, he's drafted. He goes, "Is it the original one, or someone did a character spoof of it?" And then he <laughs> he's, he's in this button on Mister Talk about it for forty fucking minutes. He's right in now. this big fight <laughs> in New York. And he's like, oh, I gotta go get the, I gotta go get on that that uh, train track. <laughs> like he's got to go get on the elevated, uh, the elevated okay. uh, subway. All right. So he goes and he and he goes to the biker bar where these evil bikers were. Of course. And he's like, he's like, I need a bike. And the guy and one of the evil bikers is like, you can take mine. It's the red one. And he's like. I'll bring it back. Like, what? No, you won't. Number two, why would you care? He's the baddie. Anyway, and then he's driving around. He drives this thing crazy. That's what you, guy deserves. You don't just give away your bike to some stranger. It's fucking amazing. Especially when it looks shit, like Rambo. The shit Rambo does. Ghost Rider, that shit. He wins the Super Bowl and shit. <laughs> it's just out of hand. You can't make up how crazy I'm Rambo gonna gets. I'm going to finish this and then have a Budweiser. Yeah, yeah. basically. I mean, he's not drinking. Well, <laughs> it's great stuff. Hooray, Rambo cartoon. Oh, hooray, indeed. So, 80s. So, if you like, oh, throw this like Joe Montana. Ooh, look, I'm now Jerry Rice running down the field or something. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that was 90s, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. News you don't give a shit about. <laughs> Only one piece, and even th- even this is kind of like, give a shit, it's just because it's numbers, but it's really interesting breakdown that somebody did. Uh, uh, Disney announced that they were going to phase out the previously established Star Wars universe moving forward. When they bought it, the extended universe novels were done writing more of these cliffhangers will forever dangle. And it was apparent at the time that tons of lore, characters, storylines would go- be forgotten, go to waste. Now, thanks to EPFL, it's a research university in Switzerland, we know exactly how much was lost. Before its erasure, there were 20,000 total characters in the extended Star Wars universe. Of these characters, most of whom appeared in books, comics, and video games, 7,500 played an important role in the lore. There were actually 1,367 Jedi in the extended canon. There were 724 Sith out of 294 planets. Scholars found that 80% of the galaxy population is human. Uh, now, before uh, there's a racist. <laughs> so essentially, it comes out to a lot of dismissed history. It is as though there were 20,000 <laughs> fictional voices crying out and were suddenly silenced by a mouse. Yep, that's proper. Awesome. <laughs> Fuck you! Extended you? Extended universe? Extended universe? My nuts! Pluto! We can geek! <laughs> oh boy! Fuck you, Ben Kenobi! 
Paul freezes as he realizes he called out the name of one character that doesn't talk. Pluto! <laughs> oh, I was referring to the planet! Because it's Star Wars! <laughs> but it's not a planet Ooh, anymore! Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, demoted it. It wasn't in that universe. <laughs> well, maybe a long time ago it was. Long time ago it was! It wasn't even a planet then! Last year, Bruce Campbell talked about an idea for a horror movie that he described as the Expendables of Horror Films. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A film that would bring together a ton of classic horror stars together in one movie. That idea is now being brought to life in the movie Death House. The movie is being directed by B. Harrison Smith, who made Camp Dread and Zombie Killer's Elephant Graveyard. I've not heard of either of these two movies. (laughs) Good sign. Yeah. Uh, the script of the film is written by the late Gunnar Hansen, who is best known for playing Leatherface in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre films. The cast of the movie includes Robert England from Nightmare on Elm Street, Kane Hodder from Friday the 13th, Doug Bradley from Hellraiser, Bill Mosley from House of a Thousand Corpses, about many more, Michael Barrymore from The Hills Have Eyes, Dee Wallace from The Howling, Danny Trejo from Machete, Barbara Crampton from Reanimator, Ken Forey from Dawn of the Dead, and Don Shanks from Silent Night, Deadly Night, and Camille Keaton for my spit on your grave. Wow. The movie will be released sometime in 2017. Wow. I, I don't How do have feel? a lot of faith that it's going to be a great movie, but it's going to be great to watch all these people on this. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, even Wishmaster, that kind of forgotten horror movie from mid-90s, had great horror cameos all throughout it. It's probably right. the closest thing to this we've seen thus far. And, yeah, I'll take some more of whatever that was. Cool. Do you have the other Bruce Campbell news? Uh, I have another kind of <laughs> that kind of fits. That's kind of nebulous. What's your Bruce Campbell news? Uh, who's, um, Lee Majors is playing his father. Oh, right yeah, now. that's the next one. Okay. It's not Bruce Campbell news, but sure. Uh, Stars has revealed that it will be adding Lee Majors and Xena alum Ted Raimi to season two cast of its horror hit series Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Starring Bruce Campbell. Starring Bruce Campbell. I don't know. That sounds more like Lee Majors news, Andy. Uh, Majors will play uh, Ash Williams, Bruce Campbell's father. Oh! Oh, oh, it's Bruce Campbell news. Yeah, Brock Williams, (laughs) while Raimi will play Chet Kaminsky, Ash's childhood BFF. When, he sh- when the show returns there at second season, 2016, the actors will appear alongside returning stars Bruce Campbell, See? Lucy Lawless, uh, Ray Santiago, and Dana DiLorenzo. Uh, Majors, who Paul goes way back with. Dude, my earliest fan fiction. Yeah. Mr. T and Lee Majors. That's right. Which you have recorded somewhere. Somewhere. You still need that recording. Yeah. Still need it. I can't find it. It's another Patreon. My parents can't find it. <laughs> I think it's gone. So, yes, that Stars is trying very hard to get me to get Stars. I'm kind of surprised Ted Raimi has taken so long to join the cast because Ted Raimi has been in literally everything that Sam Raimi has done That's true. since his early days. Yes. In fact, he is in the original uh, Evil Dead as well as Evil Dead 2. So. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and who did he play in Evil Dead 2? Here's huh? Huh? your trivia question. Is uh, the mother locked in the basement? That's right. Yes. Evil floating woman. You can actually see him in the cracked outfits as this the rubber is separating in the back when he's flying across the screen. I yep. love how low budget that movie is. <laughs> Terrific. Cartoon Network announced Justice League action. 
Described as a quarter-hour animated series from Warner Brothers Animation, series will feature Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman as they face off with some of their most infamous villains. As far as pacing is concerned, Cartoon Network promises action. We'll jump right into the... Well, action. Thanks to the 11-minute runtime for each episode. The series is getting some great voice work, including Kevin Conroy from Batman the Animated Series as Batman, uh, Mark Hamill as the Joker, They'll be joined by James Woods as Lex Luthor and Diedrich Bader as Booster Gold. Nice. So Cartoon Network bringing us a nice little animated short Warner Brothers. 11-minute runtime. That kind of reminds me of that old Avengers show. That was uh, so good. Yeah, it's it's basically most of the Adult Swim lineup is only about 11 minutes long, like Robot Chicken. But this isn't Adult Swim. This is daytime cartoon. It's just on regular? Huh. Interesting. Hmm. Do we have time? I think we have time. We I think we have time. Red light, green light, gentlemen. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, we have time for that. We are still deep in pilot time. season. We're green lighting this. If you're not familiar, I have cast all the gentlemen as executives at movie and television. They're going to red light or green light these, these pitches of pilots and shows that are actually being made. All right. Actually <laughs> happening. It's too late. Let's for see us. if it passes Maybe these gentlemen's muster. It's too late for us. Save yourself. Red light, green light, guys. Deborah Harkness's historical fantasy All Souls trilogy is in development at a, as a television series. Producers are working to adapt the first book, A Discovery of Witches, into a full season. The first installment of the series was published in 211, focuses on an Oxford scholar, Diana Bishop, who is a descendant of the Salem Witches. The story heats up when she accidentally unlocks an enchanted manuscript and is compelled to embrace the magic in her blood and enters a forbidden romance with a charming 1,500-year-old vampire, Matthew Uh, Claremont. Red light! (laughs) Yeah, I'm red lighting the hell out of this. Same. Where where did I lose you? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much from the beginning. Actually, you lost me at vampire romance. It was... I was like, ah, let this go ahead and play. I mean, what? how could it hurt? Oh, Vampire no. Vampire romance. <laughs> yeah, well, how could this possibly go wrong? Oh, my God. They're just all this way. Everything is this way. Everything is this way. It's like it's like the, it's like the studio Hollow boss. Sleepy Hollow is like this. I like what you're doing, but put a vampire in it. Yeah, really. This well, is Sleepy Hollow. It's, it's, it's the young adult stink, unfortunately. It's. Whenever I read a young adult novel, it always seems to feel like this in some way. Like there's a story, but there's also a shoehorned romance. Not that it's an organic one that happens yeah. story-wise. It feels like it's thrust in there. Even the Star Wars Dark uh, Lost Stars was like that. It was a great story oh, no. with a thrust-in romance. Well, the best romances are thrust-in. Oh, you, you. Andy knows, Andy knows. <laughs> right in the passy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, red light, green light. Gentlemen, how about this one? Sci-Fi has picked up a 13-episode season of the futuristic thriller Incorporated. The series comes from producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. And this is set in a near future where corporations have unlimited power. The plot centers around Ben Larson, played by Reigns Sean Teal, 
a young executive who conceals his true identity to infiltrate a various dangerous corporate world to save the woman he loves. But he'll soon learn that he's not the only one whose secrets may have deadly consequences. <sighs> now, along with Teal, the series will star Eddie Ramos from Teen Wolf, Golden Globe nominee Dennis Habert from 24, Emily, Emmy Award winner Julia Ormond from Mad Men. Series was created by David and Alex Pastor, who did Selfless and The Last Days, and they wrote and directed the pilot. What you think? Incorporate. Nothing excites me about this, but the pedigree is good. Okay, but but the uh, the idea infiltrating Future Corp. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, it's Gattaca, the show. I was gonna say it's been done to death, really. To death. To death. Yeah. What? Well. They're like in the near future. You mean like Mr. Robot? in the now? Yeah, like right now. Like, like, like Thursday. Everything's happening right now. The stuff they're talking about. Who no. cares? We don't even need futuristic allegory. It's all going on around us. Yeah, it's okay. kind of dumb. So is that bad? I'm, I'm not... I don't think it's... Yeah, I think that's probably the point of well, the setting, story. Yeah, yeah, setting setting just, it in the future is just, I don't know, ridiculous at this to point. To say this is the... If we continue on this road, this is our future. Okay, I'm going to yeah. green light it because of the pedigree. I think it will be done well. I I am tempted to, but I'm going to red light it because I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll green light. Wow. I'll red it because I hate that. Wow, it's even. Jeff, you're <laughs> the time oh, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> The two are, haters. Are, are you, you going to stop you this know, thing that's coming no matter what? It's Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I, I want to... I Red light it, but I also want to green light it because of the pedigree, just like Andy said. It's like I, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with red just because I'm not. Oh, uh, the I'm pedigree not wasn't enough. I'm not Whatever convinced. Whatever production studio is doing this, they're running down the hallway. Wait, we can't do this. A local podcast out of Las Vegas said <laughs> red light. Stop it. Two assholes and Jeff said no. That's the day I launched the Patreon. <laughs> okay, how about this one? Also sci-fi channel. They've announced that it's ordered a pilot for Prototype, a new sci-fi thriller series from Tony Baskelop, a veteran TV writer whose credits include EastEnders and 24 Live Another Day. The pilot is still in the early stages. Don't know much, but here's a brief synopsis. Prototype centers on three unlikely cohorts who inadvertently stumble upon an invention that challenges the very nature of quantum physics, a discovery which in turn puts their lives in great danger, unquote. This is the first non-adapted sci-fi show in a long time. This is so it's original material. Green light it. Go ahead. Completely original Original idea. Fine. Green light. Even though it's clearly just somebody saw the commercial for Quantum Break. (laughs) <laughs> are they doing like a combination tv show with quantum break and somebody saw that because <laughs> quantum break part two all righty then i'll green light it because there's not enough non-adapted stuff on tv you like give that, it a shot give it a shot uh i'll red light it because it sounds just like the last show except you said a second <laughs> so, I'll so because i read it. that one first I'll, i'm actually in green lighting for uh jeff's reason okay so overall, green light. So one final one. CBS has ordered a pilot for a reboot of MacGyver, the iconic 1980s action spy-fi <laughs> series about a man who can build just about anything You'll from household items. find out how not really good that show was. <laughs> this version of the story is billed as a 
Refresh? A refresh. Holy. Are you shitting me? No, it says reimagine. Oh, damn. <laughs> but we I thought we'd use your word. <laughs> but I like that. Refresh re- MacGyver. And we'll focus on, quote, a 20-something MacGyver who is recruited into a clandestine oh. organization where he uses his knack for solving problems in unconventional ways to help prevent <laughs> disasters. You. I build Unquote. vagina robots. <laughs> Fuck you and your 20-something. Uh, the pilot will be written and executive produced by Paul Downs Colliazzo and Michael Clear with Henry Winkler attached to executive produce. Paul Downs. Infrared light. <laughs> Paul Downs. I was it's... never a MacGyver fan, so red light. Wow. Where's my fucking uh, Airwolf reboot? Yeah, bitches? no kidding. Ah. That is a thing. That is a property that needs its day in court. <laughs> huh? <laughs> court. Helicopters are still hot. I'm gonna take Especially some tinfoil like that. I'm gonna take some tinfoil and some apple pairings to make a red light and red light it. What about a blue thunder reboot? <laughs> oh, hack. <laughs> some hack shit, Jeff. Uh, yeah, down to me, huh? No, it's not actually. Uh, red, red, red. He red. It, so you, you don't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say my vote also, is my vote is uh, unnecessary. Also, night. it's it's coming. No matter yeah, what, yeah, this, none of us fucking matter. Well, <laughs> this is an intellectual ex- exercise. Yeah, I was about to barely say those words. It's utility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't paid the futility bill. The futility <laughs> bill. <laughs> 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 One line there's, your, there's your band Three name. Did you pay it last Tuesday? Utility bill. Whoa! Wow, Jeff. That was, no, that he was, was like paying, a badge attack. He was paying his fertility bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sweet seed. <laughs> well, that's a band name. That's an album you know, name. That's if a- you can get past Andy's dick husk, it's good eating. <laughs> dick husk. Dick husk. That's a band leader. Oh, no, it's a private eye. <laughs> it's one private eye that comes out of his dick husk. There's Paul's new character, private Dick Husk. Eye. Private eye. <laughs> <laughs> he hides in Andy's pants. Oh, no, that's yeah. inch high, private eye. <laughs> Red light, green light. Kevin Smith is teaming up, uh, teaming up with actor Greg Grunberg for a 30-minute late-night geek talk show on AMC. Geeking Out is the name. It's pitched to be looking at things through a fanboy lens, set to debut this year's San Diego Comic-Con. After its initial episode, the show is set for eight more episodes throughout the rest of summer. Is that the chubby guy from uh, Heroes? Yes. Yes, and who was in episode one, shoehorned yeah. in as the episode the new seven face of Porkins. <laughs> I just okay. that guy. He took me out of the movie. I I absolutely loved the uh, Force Awakens. Uh, people hate for I liked him. I didn't care at all. But the the fan rage was absolutely hysterical. Well, he's such a known entity, and he's J.J. Abrams' best friend. So yeah. it's just like well, he's in, an, in he's in Abrams I, every I, project. Yeah, I guess whatever. If he's okay. a good luck token. He, I'd prefer Sam Raimi's car was in episode seven. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I liked him in Heroes too. So I'm uh, okay of course I'm, lo- I'm I'm looking forward to that. I like Fat Man on Batman a lot. Well, I used to so. I used to uh, read Greg Grunberg's 
Twitter feed quite frequently, and he did, he always had some fun things to say about geek stuff. So right. you know, I well, I would give this one a green, he's green light. Hard fanboy, yeah. no two ways he's, about it. He definitely diehard. He fanboy. walks the walk as much as he talks the talk. So him and Smith talking geek on Geek Out on AMC. Oh, but you got to admit though, green Paul, light. him green being light. in episode seven. Mm-hmm. That was a childhood dream for him. Oh, so I mean, I, I can't I, fault the guy. No, and if, I had and the if chance, your best friend asked you to be in Star yeah. Wars, are you going to say no? No. No, you know, I don't it's think like, that would be a good put idea. Me in Star Wars all the time. Though I think I would have gone the uh, cameo a- alien. Route. Yeah, the what do you call it? You know, like Simon Pegg did. Put him in an alien suit. Mm-hmm. So Pegg when you hit it, barter guy. when you hit it big, Paul, that's the best we can hope for is some fucking alien suit thing where nobody can see our face I, or, or honestly, a kaiju suit. I, honestly, <laughs> yeah, man. If I'm in a giant robot, as long as I get an action figure based on a character with my voice, it's all I fucking want. No, 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 no. I'm talking about when you hit it big and you bring us in. See, <laughs> man, oh. Jesus, wow, we are so off the table. Oh no, that's well, I mean, that's years down the road. <laughs> He's going to be scraping the barrel to use us. You guys will be like red shirts in the far off background getting melted by a volcano. (laughs) (laughs) If you're lucky. Out of focus. Yeah. Well, that's after Andy trips over the... uh, Oh, Andy's not coming to any set I'm working on. (laughs) I want the films to complete. Here's the setup. We're all in the background near the volcano. Andy trips and knocks us all into the volcano. Yeah. And I survive. And he survives. He <laughs> dusts himself off like, guys, did you see what... Hey, guys, did you see hey, I almost... What? Huh? <laughs> where is everybody? Hey, where'd everybody go? I'm all alone. What's Sorry. with all the screaming? Get me out of here, Andy. My tits are hot. This volcano's heating up my tits. Give me some sour cream from my titties. Steve, that volcano, I think it's been plugged up. It's not erupting anymore. Something's obstructing it. It's me, your fat sister who you fuck. <laughs> What's your fat sister who you fuck? Write to us. Comments at early couch show. I have oh way too God. many pancakes this morning. <laughs> Andy, you want to help me with these pancakes? <laughs> Flip my flapjack. Yeah. Throw the flower at it and find the wet spot. <laughs> And until next week, I am Master Torgo. Mm. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check Andy. <laughs> Maple Leaf Matt. <laughs> Milky Way Matt. We'll talk to you next week in Geek. Sorry, I was eating the Milky Way. Uh, <laughs> that fucking Andy. Speaking of pancakes, did anybody see the moment they were drawing the, the Trump pancake and then they flipped it over and oh, it was yeah. John Cena? Yeah. No, like, oh my god. That's uh, a great day. It totally had me. Totally had me. I was like, so, "Well, that's kind of cool. Somebody doing art with pancakes until the flip." And then I was like, "God damn it." Those those pancake art things are really cool. Yeah, yeah they really somebody are. Somebody suggested today mm-hmm. that John Cena play He-Man, and I am all for it. That's not a bad really? idea. Not at all. Mm. He's the same shape as the original action figure. <laughs> <laughs> He's just yeah. as ham-fisted as the acting, and as, uh, he can act. As the he original. can act. Oh, he can act. He, he was really wreck. funny in Sisters and Trainwreck too. Yeah, All right, I'll I, take your word. I'm telling you, uh, I Mc, saw. I think it was the Marine. I, I turned it off after 20 minutes. If I'm you're like, listening, yeah. yeah. If you didn't turn it off two episodes ago, uh, yeah, McGee, my homie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, it'd be wonderful if he could get 
John Cena to be He Man. I think he. Would I think be, there'd be strong buzz too uh, if they cast. Oh that. yeah, huge buzz. he'd be really good as He Man. He'd be really good as He Man. He is He Man for the for the Mar- for the WWE. I think that's actually one of the better casting. Yeah, thoughts I've heard. I was like, yeah, it should be him. Why not? He'd work. Yeah. Well done. Charles toward the FU. <laughs> it's known as the AA now. Oh, oh, yes, that's right. Or the five knuckle shuffle that he never does anymore because you know. Well, it never hits. It's been on Botchamania. <laughs> it's been on Botchamania so time where he, so many times where he just misses by a country mile. Everybody's like, oh, that thing don't do shit. <laughs> like the people's elbow at least connects. <laughs> five knuckle shuffle just hits the the mat. <laughs> it's like like two feet away from their head. Bonk. That's good shit. Oh. I think uh, ep- episode 300 of Botchamania was about to drop or did drop, just it's coming. 300? Yeah. God, Botchamania is so fun. Did you guys on see? YouTube? Yes. Okay. Botchamania. Botchamania. It, it floats around. You might have to look it up on Vimeo. It, it jumps around. But did you see the latest Red Letter Media? Oh, the new wheel of the worst? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Jesus what they Christ. Exploding varmints. Exploding varmints. <laughs> oh, no. In wow. fact, there was some scene in some news program I was watching today which showed two groundhogs. I expected them to explode because of the <laughs> right? yeah. oh, Just watch. If you're not checking out Red Letter Media, do yourself a favor. Red Letter Media's Wheel of the Worst, their latest episode. <laughs> the fact that that exists. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. Wow. They're so good. And that one is a... That is an all-time classic. As far as I, I'm considered, they can't make that show enough. Yeah, yeah. Right, and they're okay. busy. They're doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. I, I almost feel bad for not buying their space cop yet. Wow. I'm going to get that eventually. <laughs> on the on the great casting uh, front, uh, it turns out that uh, Stephen Lang is actually uh, campaigning for uh, Cable. Oh. For the, the Deadpool sequel. Oh, no, Kurt Russell. So, no, no, like no. 20. Big sexy Diesel. No. Kevin Nash. No. <laughs> no. no. Kurt Russell. It's basically Snake Plissken. Kurt Russell. No, I prefer the other gentleman. Yeah, Stephen Lang. It's yes. actually it's actually it's actually pretty good. He's he's older though, so I don't know I don't see Hollywood going for it. He's but. old cable. But he is, he is, he's been, that's a good look. Well, I think, good that idea they, I think they should do an older cable. I think well, it they should, but a better dichotomy. Dude, Hollywood's right. idea of older anything is, you know, in the 30s. That's true. So, well, well it cable, depends who's running this thing the, and if the they comics. still have the power to make the movie they want to make. Yeah. Too. Maybe yeah. they're going to get out of the way of people a little bit more with these movies that are making the money now. Wouldn't that because, be a wonderful Because yeah. the actual people who know what to do are going, you no. Know, has to be filthy. It has to be this. Has to be that. But but then again, what's his name that was doing Fantastic Four was kind of doing his own movie until they oh, stopped him. Oh, but they him. stopped him. Yeah, that's the thing. And then they fucked themselves yeah. totally. So yeah. it could yeah. have been an interesting movie if they hadn't stopped. Right. The studio not, well, not, never... not a great movie. Well, it not had... a good Fantastic yeah, Four movie. No, nope. but an interesting. Yeah, movie. it was sure. Huh, sure. Strong Studios from will jump. never stop believing that they know what's best. Well, as, not, as long as their jobs are on the line for movies, they green light, of course. Not. Yeah. That they're, you you risk your job with every green light you do, so or red light on some cases. So, and even, so keep that in mind, gentlemen, when you're making your goddamn decisions <laughs> that have no effect on the yeah, world. That, that, that don't have any. Uh, Just give me explosions in space, and uh, 
Gal Gadot. Exploding vomits in space? No. No. Did you see that shit yet? No. Oh, yeah. Is it anything gotta, like the cute cats exploding thing you on YouTube? Got to, we're going to nope. show it here. We're going to watch five minutes of that part. Yeah. All right. Cream in sexual white. 